She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine. And she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Good morning, Matt Long. Good morning, Angela Smith. Man, this is awesome. We're back in the house together. Wow, I don't even know when the last time we were here together, honestly. I, I know. It's like been three or four weeks, something like that. And yep. So it's nice to have a little bit of guns and roses to start the week off. That's right. And so, um, man, we've got a great week ahead of you. The uh, We're going to be talking uh, a lot of legislative action going on this week. Everything's going to mm-hmm. be hot and heavy, trying to get it out at the last minute. We're going to talk about some of that later on, some of the deadlines and uh, where we need to be by the end of the week and some of the intricacies of the Texas House. But I can tell you right now, uh, Republicans are conservative Republicans are not winning, would you say? I would say that's a very good statement. Yes, I I hate to say that, Matt. Yeah, we've um, our Republican priorities are not looking good, but that doesn't mean they're done. It just means that. At this point in time, they look they look very done. But that just they, means they might be working all summer, Matt. That's right. There you that's go. That's what I say. Oh man. Go okay. ahead. Okay, that's great. So much for Dade Feely. He was planning on going fishing. Yeah, he's planning to go to the coast. He was going to go to the coast. Yeah. That's what he said. As so does as, six packs on uh, Twitter. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So um, that's what our Dade Feeling has in mind. Um, I we're hoping that the governor uh, Abbott will have something else in mind and will respect the wishes and the thoughts of the Republican base. Let's talk about Thursday, Angela. This coming Thursday, yes, we have Jill Glover there, who is an amazing, amazing woman who works in the RPT. She is the chair of um, the priorities committee so in other words she has people working under her that are following all of the different uh republican priorities and if you want to hear it from the horse's mouth about what's really going on in austin with these priorities you've got to listen you got to come out to hear jill yeah, and she's not one of those nutbag tea party people. She's yeah, I always say that, folks. You know, we're poking fun at ourselves because that's what we're supposed to well, be. We can do a, it, right? A bunch of nutbags. And yeah. So she's actually she's actually has a a, a, a for real R by her name, yeah. and is actually a for real R. Yeah. She is. She works with the party, fights for the party. Is a Republican executive committee woman. Yes, she is. Which takes a lot of commitment. Yes. And um, this is the second session now where we have had a committee in the Republican Party that tracked and watched the priorities. Yes. yes. And so we're so proud of them for doing that. Yes. My hats off to the Republican Party for doing that. Yep. And Jill, man, they couldn't have picked a better bulldog than Jill. Yeah. And yep. uh, I have seen her as every time I go to the Capitol and probably every time you're up there, we see her every time. She's there. I mean, she's she there. Lives there. Every every day we yeah. see her. She's up there every day. And those of us who go one or two days a week, we for sure see her every time. I'm going to try to get her on the air Wednesday. Good. We've got Michael Quinn Sullivan on the air Thursday, and we're looking forward to that. And we're going to have his book um, available at this next meeting. Yes. And it's just a wee little book. You've heard me read some of the essays out of it, and it's going to be so cheap. 
you can probably pull some coins out of your centerpiece of your console in your car, your truck, and pay for it. And so we're going to bring those to you, and I think we've got a box of them. And uh, so Michael's going to be telling us about that. But Jill, um, will it's not the end of the session. That's exactly right. So Jill's information she brings will be very, very uh, action-oriented. Yes, very timely. Now, I think the um, 10th is the last day that a bill can be heard in committee and make it to the floor. I think, I think, I think. I'm pretty sure on that date. So um, on the 10th, which is Wednesday, which all kinds of interesting things are going to be happening this Wednesday and Thursday, and we've got Sheena Rodriguez here in a minute to tell us a little bit more about that, but... Mm -hmm. So if it's not out of committee, but by Thursday, things that are out of committee will know. Jill will be able to tell us, give us a good idea of where the priorities are and what you can do to help push them through. That's right. That's right. And And listen, I have heard from uh, people who heard Jill, what, two years ago, maybe we had her in Fredericksburg. They said uh this was one of the best meetings they'd ever been to. She is so informative and she knows her stuff so well. So this is going to be a good one. It's 6 o'clock. We serve dinner at 6 o'clock, and we have daycare. Or no, what do you don't call it? Daycare. Child care. What do you call it? Child See, care. I don't have kids. We have child care <laughs> child available. Care. Yes, we do. And, uh, that brand was new. Brand spanking new. I stuck my head in their uh, last meeting yep. and uh, was very impressed uh, to see the, the children in there enjoying themselves while the parental units were out enjoying themselves. That's right. So uh, we've got that. So there you go. No excuses. Bring your kids. Uh, we have a great uh, 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 care, kid care for them. And then you can spend some time in the auditorium. And I'm sure the kids, at least the kids will like dessert. There's always some kind of oh, yeah. we've cake got, or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, meetings start, dinner starts at 6 for a suggested donation of $7. Meeting starts at 6.30, and we do our best to dismiss at 8. And uh, so if you want to get, if, if this is... Uh, if you still hadn't quite gotten engaged, if you're not sure what you know you want to do, it's not. We're not done. We had some new people last week join us, and the week before. And uh, is it late in the game? Yes, but can you still be effective? Absolutely, absolutely. And so we'll be. I'll be up at the Capitol tomorrow. There's some bills being heard tomorrow that are important, and we'll talk about those here in a bit. What do you have anything else, Angela, on the calendar that not uh, not comes, right now? Not no. right now. Okay, so um, give me uh, gonna pull out some words of wisdom from Mister Ben Franklin here. Um, here's one that always comes up: He that scatters thorns, let him not go barefoot. If you're out scattering thorns, you better make sure you're wearing your shoes. I think just the proof there is just don't scatter thorns, isn't yes, that? I Maybe think the way to <laughs> that would be the point. Don't that do would that. be the point. Don't scatter thorns, folks. We're going to take a short break, and uh, then we'll be right back. And I believe we will have Sheena Rodriguez on the line with us. Y'all stay tuned. There's more where that came from. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. The Hill Country Patriot.
All right, we are back in the studio. I have Angela Smith sitting across from me, and uh, on the phone is our good friend, Sheena Rodriguez. Good morning, Sheena. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you on here. We are getting towards the end of the session. Uh, Border security seems to be a top issue. Up until a couple of days ago, I could have sworn nothing was happening at the border. Nobody was saying a word. We get, weren't getting any videos. Everything had just stopped. Is that That's not what's happened on there, has it? No, quite the contrary. It's, uh, it's ramping up. It's going to get much worse. And uh, I anticipate seeing some, sadly, some, some riots. I was given some information from some media people, personalities that I know. Uh, they're expecting riots uh, over the next few days along the border. It is past time for our state legislators to pass some of these vital, important bills and try to protect Texas as much as we can. You have a, um, and, and I do want to get back about what of our, some of our predictions for this week. I want to hear more from you on that. But we have some things we can do in the Texas House still. We're getting down to the last few minutes, and there is a bill, House Bill 5000, that I want you to talk about. It had, I understand it had a hearing uh, last week. Was that, um, was that, did it have a hearing in committee last week, HB 5000? It did, and I'm so thankful that it got to that point. HB 5000 is a concept that I had brought to uh, Representative Stan Kitzman. Um, this was a, an area of particular concern for him because he's got two facilities that are housing unaccompanied minors in his area that I've been intimately aware of, especially the one in Eagle Lake, uh, which is uh, by Endeavors, uh, the NGO Endeavors, which is operating here in Texas, that I had a private meeting with um, not too long ago. So th- this is an area that I've been all over. You know, there's been a lot of attention. You know, I was out there in D.C. testifying about what happens to the children after they're released to the sponsors and the mm-hmm. trafficking that's occurring. Um, and then, of course, there's a, some some notice on the children coming over. But the in-between and what's happening in these, in these facilities and these facilities growing in number in the state of Texas, particularly rural Texas, has been an area that I've been screaming at the rooftops trying to get attention to. Um, and, and I can tell you it was a battle. Um, a lot of the NGOs, Catholic Charities, and uh, the Baptist Church were, were not very happy when they caught on to my bill. Um, but I'm very thankful that we had a hearing last week uh, in state affairs. Um, it went very well. It was voted favorably. It's still right now, still showing, it's still sitting in the committee. So what I'm really needing help with is uh, what Stan and I, uh, Representative Kitzman and I, are really need help with is to make sure that it gets officially out of committee at this point, even though they said that it's going to be sent uh, and hits the House floor. We also have another bill that I had been in support of. Um, kind of similar, but does not require the state licensing that 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 HB 5000 does, um, which is by Senator Colkhurst, and that's uh, SB. Uh, oh gosh, I think uh, I'm drawing a blank now. That's uh, all right. SB uh, six something. But anyways, I it, I, ha- I have it all in there. I'll send it to you. Uh, that has actually moved. Uh, okay. That had actually moved um, over from the Senate and uh, voted out of the Senate floor and both sent over to the House, and that needs to get a hearing 
in the state affairs um, on the House. I think it's 627. Don't okay. quote me on that. I don't know when right. I'm going blank. But I'm, I'm both sc- of those are important. I'm scrolling through your bills in your email right now, and I'm not seeing one like that number. But I will uh, keep an eye on it. But it's Colkhurst, Senate Bill Colkhurst. It's not... Is it identical, or is it close, or is it get the same idea? Would we find it that way? No, it's it's basically it's it's for the same purposes. The SB, I think it's six twenty seven. I could be wrong, or six twenty five. I don't okay. know why I'm drawing a blank. Don't forgive me, but I do. I'm, I know why you are. To... <laughs> it happens to all of us. <laughs> go go ahead. <laughs> Um, but it, it basically it, it gives the, the city and the counties more authority to be able to regulate where these facilities are opening. That uh-huh. was actually brought to Senator Colkhurst by the Austin County uh, judge. Um, huh. I was there in support and testified. I was asked to come and testify in support of it. So it still has the similar goals in the, in the respect of giving more authority to the local and state uh, levels. Um, but not requiring a state licensing. The reason why HB 5000, um, we're trying to get a state licensing requirement is to give us, the state of Texas, the ability to insert ourselves into these facilities so that if people want to do the right thing, especially on the local and state level, um, they have an opportunity to do so. Florida, the state of Florida and South Carolina, I've been in communications with the uh, a representative from the Florida AG's office, they are light years ahead of us, uh, not surprisingly. Yeah. So HB 5000 is, is really creating a code that does not exist currently that I'm hoping to build upon uh, in the next coming sessions. So trying to go for for, for the stars right now, um, but Texas really needs to get moving on this for several reasons. So I'm I'm looking at that bill, and our local folks have co-authored on it. Uh, Murr has uh, Andy Murr has co-authored on it, as well as uh, Ellen Troxclair, and those are our local people. Um, but it is a bill. Let me just re Let me just reset this and see if I'm getting it right, and uh, you can uh, grade me on my understanding of this bill. So what this bill would do would set up a Texas regulation for child care facilities so that texas would have their finger in this as the children were moving through and would have some more control rather than i i guess right no, now con- no control go ahead Angela, ngos go ahead. who's who's controlling these things right now hhs and uh and and the ngos that's it and um, I, when I was up there in D.C. as well, I had some, some meetings, um, even congressional level people like Congressman McCall have been denied basic information from a FOIA request uh, with the city of Wallace in the Vision Quest facility, um, all the way from the congressional level down to the city level, DAs, uh, sheriffs. They've been denied access. They've been denied information, information that is vital for the safety of the communities and the safety of the unaccompanied minors, Uh, even denying things like uh, over a year and a half, the city of Eagle Lake has been asking for an emergency evacuation plan because this is a rural city. They do not have, you know, they're right next to the Colorado River. A lot of the times with hurricanes and there's a lot of flooding, uh-huh. um, and and you know it's, it's a strain on their resources as it is to get their own citizens out, and yet they're they basically thumb their nose at any attempts of even basic safety information that that it's not. 
so yes, it's not that our CPS system is great as it is. Of course, that's under strain. So I know the <laughs> yeah. best another thing is that people are like, well, why are we giving it? I get it. It's really about a code that doesn't exist that we can build upon. And the legal, you know, we're all about doing things the constitutionally and legally. There's nothing that says that the states cannot regulate these facilities hmm. in our own state. Matt. And so this is what we're attempting to do. Uh, and, okay. the same, and, I, and I have the number. It's SB 572. Okay. Cole all right. So those two. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll find it. We'll find it. There you go. I get it. Angela, go ahead. Yeah. Here's a question for us dummies out here but i've i've seen some of your um video footage sheena are you telling us that the federal government via hhs is coming into your local county could be gillespie could be kerr and they're securing a facility and these kids are coming into this facility without the county or the state being involved. Correct. Wow. Not just not even being involved. I'm saying denied even information. In, even any most, kind of access? And, and, no access, no it, information, nothing. Yeah, correct. As a matter of fact, wow. I will be putting out a substack in the next few days with specifics. I'd put in information requests from some of the, just a handful of the facilities that have been opened across Texas. Um, and I'm going to be putting out more details as to why this this type of things is necessary so people are armed with the information because it's coming, it's coming, especially in rural Texas, it's coming. If it's not, if a facility does not exist in your area, be on the lookout because one may pop up and you, your city council, your county officials may not even be alerted. Mm. So they're processing children through these facilities is that what you're unaccompanied minors yes they're holding them at these facilities until they are released to the sponsors so we understand and i heard whisperings about i don't know it was maybe nine months or a year ago i heard whispers of the uh uh, in fact i even saw some video by someone you may have turned uh, sent it to me that there are literally tens of thousands of kids that h hsc or whoever the federal government doesn't eight doesn't even know where they are now is that is that true or is that just a conspiracy theory unfortunately it's very true that's why i was asked to come and testify in front of congress along with hhs whistleblower tara rodas and uh, jessica vaughn about my experiences I'm relaying some of the stories that I've experienced with some of the unaccompanied minors. Uh, Eric Swalwell tried to throw a sucker punch at me. That failed horribly. Uh, They did not want to talk about the trafficking of children. Mm. Um, And so that, unfortunately, it's it's very real. It's happening. And that's the other reason why it's so concerning about these facilities popping up and Texas and local officials not even having access to the information because it is bringing the trafficking, taxpayer-funded trafficking of children into your backyard, mm. um, quite literally. And, and so we've been trying to raise the alarm. I'm so thankful for Representative Stan Kitzman. And Stan Kitzman is also the legislative sponsor for our uh, letter by Alliance for Safe Texas asking for the launch of an investigation, a state-level investigation, into the trafficking of unaccompanied minors right here in Texas. And I'm so thankful to report that we have bipartisan support for this letter. 
So we'll, we will be sending off that letter soon. Now that HB 5000 has gotten a hearing, Stan Kitzman is also going to be picking up uh, SB 572 um, in state affairs if we get a hearing for that. So this is the little the, the information in between that people are not hearing about that we need to start blowing the whistle on and, and sounding the alarms. And we need all hands on deck to try to raise awareness that this is even happening and then get active and engage and involved, like we always say. So the people that are listening right now, where can they get where can they get the, the information? We had more than you could write down. Um, where where are your where is your Substack? How do people get a hold of your weekly newsletter? I'm looking at it right now. It would take me two hours to go through the important bills on here and uh, and calls to action. So we need to get people over to that uh, site. Where is that, Sheena? Yes, thank you. So uh, if they go to the website, to summarize the committee report. Us, I have we some fi- tabs there, which will link them straight to the Substack because the Substack is where I'm finding it's a free app people can download. They they can sign up for free. There is a free subscription. I post everything free, mm-hmm. um, and so they can sign up there. It, the, the easiest thing, especially for some of those who are technologically challenged like myself, just go to the website securetheborder.us. Find the tabs where it says find us on Substack, click on that, and it'll take you to our Substack where you can sign up for the Alliance for Safe Texas. Um, and like I said, I'll be putting out another Substack coming soon uh, with a lot more details and information uh, and, and clips about uh, the bills and the movements. So, so um, uh, one last question. Uh, give us a little bit of a prediction. I know there's everything, all the predictions. In fact, we even heard Mayorkas' prediction a few days ago. He said everything's going to be just fine, um, <laughs> uh, Sheena. And so I don't know why we're all so worried about it. He uh, assured us at the border that uh, the border was secure and it was closed and everything was going to be fine. So we're getting on that end, and you're telling us there could be riots, that there could be protests. Uh, who would be doing this? Are we talking about the working with uh, the illegal aliens, some group here in the States working with them, or is it on their own, or is it just a bunch of uh, uh, citizens who are down there? What What are you talking about when you say there might be some protests this week? I think that the tragedy that occurred yesterday in Brownsville mm. uh, and up here in my area in Allen, um, expect I, I, my prediction is to sadly expect that to grow exponentially. Um, I have some friends who are... News correspondents for some major news groups, including Fox News, and there there was an alert sent out to them today, this morning, just a few hours ago, saying to expect some riots head on a swivel um, out there in El Paso. Wow. So, uh, by the migrants themselves. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's... Lots of prayers. I, I, I fear the worst is coming, yeah. Okay, well, lots of prayers for everybody. And Sheena, uh, did we miss anything? Angela, you got any questions? No, I, I kind of wanted... I, I was showing Matt some footage of a drone, um, some drone footage of, of these migrants that are lined up um, today. Today, yeah, uh, trying to beat the uh, deadline on uh, what's that Wednesday? Yeah, Title Forty Two. Title Forty Two. What do you know about that? <laughs> I, I I know I saw some footage uh, yesterday um, out there in Brownsville. That looks crazy. You know, you know, this this is the thing. There's only so many decent reporters out there on the border. I was considering going to the border myself this week um, because, you know, that's what every reasonable homeschooling mom does is go right (laughs) into the line of fire. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, just because there's so much going on. My point is this. 
that's just what the news is showing us. Imagine, I, I, I had tips coming in from some friends of mine in the Del Rio sector, some, some current agents in the Del Rio sector, um, about the uptick that they're seeing in Mexican nationals and Mexican national unaccompanied children that are just being dropped off. Mm. For the first time in a, I, I don't even know how long, Mexicans are, Mexican nationals are not being turned away. That is unprecedented. I, 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 I can't even fathom what is happening and what is going to happen. I think that we've been trying to warn people for over two years now. Um, we know that this is an active invasion facilitated by the cartel that are exploiting individuals from over 160 countries to invade our sovereign state of Texas. Mm. It's terrifying, and it's going to not just be along the border. I, I fear more things like Allen are going to happen because um, the cartel operate in all 254 counties. They always have been. That's, yeah. that's not new, yep. uh, and they're emboldened. So I'm just saying this. Imagine imagine that drone footage. That's in one location. Yeah. Imagine yeah. what's happening all along the border where nobody is right. covering. Mm. Right. You got, you got it. Sheena, <clears throat> thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, and uh, HB 5000, folks, go to securetheborder.us. And, and this is it. Don't, don't wait a few days, folks. We are down. This is it. Things have to be moving in the Texas House this week, and they need to be moving or they're done with. And so please, my listeners, securetheborder.us. Go there. See what you can do if the border issue is the burr under your saddle. And even if it's not, just go there and check it out, securetheborder.us. Sheena, I'll be up at the Capitol tomorrow. I hope to see you there, and uh, thank you for taking the time this morning. I will be there. See you guys there. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. All right, absolutely. All right, folks, we are going to take a wee little break, and then we'll be right back, and we'll talk about some uh, uh, local elections. Texas politicians fear him. He's Matt Log. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around. We're running a little bit behind schedule, so we're going to have to squeeze in another commercial break before the end of the hour. But uh, let's talk local elections. Why don't we right now? I was, uh, and this happened to me two years ago, Angela, or maybe four years ago, when we had a local election, and Gail brought it up. We had this conversation last night and then again this morning. And we looked at the number of votes cast in the school board election, yes. and it was around 7,500 right. votes in the school board election. Now, I do not have the number for eligible voters for um, registered voters yeah. in the school district, but I do have the number for registered voters in the county. Okay. And so gotcha. what that that comes in, you pull out some from Harper and yes. is there any area other area Gillespie County, Doss. Harper and Doss. Harper and Doss. So uh, let's just say that number and I've been going back it it, it fluctuates that 20,000 number, it's 19,000 one year, yeah. 20,500. So just for the ease of math, we're going to call it 20,000 20, votes okay. or 20,000 voters uh, in uh, the school board. And so Gail and I were talking last night, and it's like, oh, look, 7,500 votes uh, votes were cast. 
And right. wow, that's good. That's like uh, 30% voter turnout, isn't it? And it's like, and yeah, and I fell for it. I did the same thing a couple of years ago. I went, right. yeah, man, that's great voter turnout. No, you had the opportunity to vote three times. That's right. So 7,000. And, and, and you, you know, I'm terrible at that. Right. It's just, it, it, I miss it every time, Matt. I know, I, and I did too, and it wasn't <laughs> oh, until no. this morning, and we're driving, and I go, wait a minute. No, it wasn't 30% voter turnout. It was about our average 10% voter turnout in local mm-hmm. elections. Mm-hmm. It was about our average voter turnout. So, and one of the things that I have been telling local candidates, and I'll stand by to this day, is the key, I think, one of the keys to winning a local election is you're going to have to get new voters. You're going to have to reach the people who vote, say, every four years or every two years in the state elections or the uh, national elections, because we have those numbers there. If we could just engage 500 more of those, because we have almost a 60 or 70 percent voter turnout in a in a, uh, a national presidential election, election presidential election. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we know those people are there. They exist. We know that they vote Republican. And I have four uh, elections of, of records that I'm looking in. In fact, I had to go back. I thought I had messed up because the numbers were so identical between 2020 and 2022 i i thought well maybe i'm gonna go back and because i think maybe i wrote the numbers in the wrong place or something so i had to double check myself but let's tell you about the republican primary in 2020 and i'm doing more talking than you angela today. that's okay you're that's, gonna, no you've got the numbers in front of you matt all right so i'm numbers, gonna lay man. some numbers out in 2020 the republican primary and in 2022 the republican primary okay and this Six, is gillespie county gillespie just county only listeners. just yes. gillespie county in the primary we had six thousand people show up and vote in the primary okay all right and it was maybe six thousand two hundred in 2020 and 5,900 and all right. So I'm just rounding these numbers, but it came out so close that I thought, wait a minute, I wrote one in the wrong place. Um, but I didn't. Now, how many Democrats showed up in 22 to vote? So we had 6,000, uh, uh, Republican voters. How many would you guess, uh, turned up Democrat primary in 2022? Mm. 700 700 all right 700 you were starting to look off i'm going "Uh uh-oh we're gonna Uh, go i'm gonna bring you back 700 so that's almost 10 to 1 you can call it 9 to 1 yeah 8 point something to 1 all right we know that um in 2020 now that was a big presidential election right yes so how many we had up six thousand republican primary voters and we had exactly 1,500 um, Democrat uh, okay. in the – so in the primary alone, that is four times. Four times mm-hmm. 15 is 60. Mm-hmm. So 1,500 to 6,000. So that's four times as many Republicans engaged as Democrats. And then I want you to look at the general election because we say that, you know, well, we in Gillespie County, Democrats vote in the Republican primary, right? That's mm-hmm. what they tell us. Mm-hmm. So here we go. 2020 general election. The Democrats are not going to vote for Trump in 2020. No No way, no how. So how did that election go? 12,500 Republican votes. Mm. 
three thousand for the all right for the Democrat four for, to one for Biden. All right, yeah, four to one, yeah, four to one, four to one, four to one. Mm-hmm. We are absolutely an eighty twenty county, mm-hmm. an eighty twenty county, and so with pretty good uh, sixty, usually sixty five uh, percent voter turnout um, in our big elections and elections that count the most, the ones that affect our daily lives. Mm -hmm. 10%. 10%. It's the same 10%. And I I don't know what to say. I, you know, the the easy thing and what will happen today is, um, and probably happened yesterday, but I was still on the river and didn't care, and my phone was turned off, Harley. That's why um, (laughs) I guess I got some phone calls I should have taken from my boss yesterday, and I didn't. My apologies, Harley. I on am here. Yeah, I was on the river. You know, Sheena texted me, and I said, I'm on the river. And then I went, wait a minute, I better clarify that. And I had to say the Lano River, because Sheena's probably thinking the Rio Grande. Yeah. Um, because that's where her head is. Yeah. So um, anyway, the what I was getting at was uh, conversations probably started late Saturday night and early Sunday morning on whose fault is this? Right. Whose fault is that's only natural. It's what we do. It's what we do. When the Cowboys lose a game, we got to point a finger at the kicker. It's always a poor kicker. Right. (laughs) And so we just do that as human nature. Who's to blame? And it's an easy game to play. And I think there's always good at going back and looking. Of course, you have to. You have to. We need to learn for the next. Yeah. But don't don't just point a finger and then stop. You know, mm-hmm. if you say I'm going to blame it on X or I'm going to blame it on Y, listen, I got a whole list of people I'd like to blame it on, and I'm going <laughs> to we're we're going to just spread that out over a little. You already know where I think about that. I think it's a lack of the Republican Party getting engaged, refusing to get engaged. Yeah, yes, that's what I think it is. But that's not the only reason. I think there's lots of reasons. Uh, yeah, I've got my I've got my thoughts on that too, Matt. So we need to be careful about, you know, where do we point the finger? But at the same time, we need to examine what what did we do wrong? What did we do right? Yeah. You know, why? Um, I mean, we've got in Kerrville where um, uh, Barbara Duell lost by eight votes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. How close is that? Mm-hmm. Eight votes. And then we have um, Dennis. As much work as he did, came, yes. uh, came up 82 votes short. Short, right. Eight, 82 votes short. What are we doing? Where did we go wrong? What, what can we do in the future? But be wary of pointing the finger and um, and not being able to back it up or have a plan going forward. Mm-hmm. Angela, we need to take a short break, and we will be right back. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. Born to be All right, here we go. A little bit of Ted on Monday. Get us all jacked up for the week. <laughs> he can do it. He can do it, absolutely. Yes. So um, tomorrow at the Capitol, um, Angela discovered, and I saw that a couple of days ago, they put House Bill 20, which is so far, I think, one of our best um, 
border bills? It is. It is, Matt. Um, at this point, it looks like it, it's, I'd call it kind of the omnibus bill for the border. There's a lot in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it, um, I'm sure that it'll, there'll be some changes made to it along the way. And, and they may be good ones, actually. Um, but we've got to make sure it doesn't get watered down for certain. And uh, we need to be there to uh, support our legislators there that are pushing to, to try to do what Texas should have already done a long time ago um, when it comes to this border. Because at this point, we've got thousands streaming through every day. Yeah, it it, it is actually, I don't know, surprising, but not surprising, Angela, that I you would think this would have been the first thing. The, the way the border is yeah. going... I can't think of anything else. Now we've got the Republican priorities that I'm that I'm all about the 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 Republican priorities, and we've and, been. But fun- this is one of them. And this not only is this one of yeah. them, but this is so in our face right we're, now. We're talking about national security. Yeah, we aren't talking about. We are talking about national security. Bottom line. And I don't know from what it looks like is going to happen towards the end of this week. I, I don't know if it, will this be enough? Do you think to move our Texas legislators who seem to have their stu- heads stuck as far up uh, as the the feds do? Yes. When it comes to, I meant stuck in the sand. You know, like yeah, a, sure like did. that they were uh, like, <laughs> like that bird, like an ostrich. That's that's what I meant. <laughs> they got their heads so stuck so far up in the sand that they they can't see it. I. I, I I just how can they continue to ignore this? That's the question I think a lot of us have. Listen, the only way they can ignore this is that we aren't loud and proud enough to get up there in their face and say we've had enough. All of you, Dan, Governor Abbott, and Dave Phelan, the the, the big three, and we've talked about the big three in the past, especially when we start getting into the uh, special session. We know who's running that special session it's the big three and this is the same this is a situation we're in we've got to be loud when it comes to talking to abbott especially governor abbott who should have long ago declared an, a true invasion um, instead of sending a few more thousand people down there or some throwing some more money at it right like right. that's going to fix what i'm looking at live streaming you know right now right now i know it, it is that they're pouring across the border as we speak and it just, I, I don't understand when they're going to get it. So we need to be calling the governor. Yes. That just gets down to it. That's you got to call the governor. Yeah. Gotta call call the, the office. It's simple to do. You call the office. You tell them, hi, my name is so-and-so. I'm from so-and-so. I want to leave a comment. Yep. And you leave a one-line, two-line comment. But if all of you will do it, their phones will ring off the wall, and they'll wonder what the heck's going on. Yeah. And they might look up. Yeah, out of the maybe. out of the sand. Out of the sand. Yeah, yeah. Look out of the sand. <laughs> Pull their heads out of the sand. That's exactly what I was going to say. But yeah, it is, folks. We're down to the last minute. The Texan had a really good article this morning. If you're not subscribed to the Texan, um, you need to do so. It is well worth the subscription if you want to take care, uh, uh, follow what's happening in Texas. Um, but it has a real good write-up today on all the different parts of things that need to happen as uh, we get towards the end of the session. Um, I I hope we're not calling a special session, but we need to demand that. I hope we are, Matt. You hope you are. Yeah. At, as of today, not one of our Republican priorities 
has passed both the House and the Senate. Not a one of Not them. Not one of them. Yep. As of today, and you've been just you've been talking. We're the deadlines are in place. Oh yeah, I mean they we're are. we're bumping right up against every deadline, and they are going to come back and tell you that you had the a great session, and we just ran out of time on a few things. The greatest like, session ever. I think that's yeah. probably what they're going to tell. The most conservative session ever. That's Never. what they told us last. Exactly uh, what they're going to tell you because Dan is going to play good cop and Dade's going to play bad cop, and nothing gets done, and you and I are the victims of it. Yeah, got to call the governor. Um, be watching, pay attention to what happens. Uh, come to our meeting Thursday night. Exactly. Oh, wow. Come to our meeting Thursday night. Bring your you... questions. Absolutely. We'll do a and a with Jill because she can answer every one of them. And we'll do, and uh, bring your kids. Yes. Because we take care of your children That's now. exactly right. We have, we like ordered an extra box of duct tape and we just, <laughs> we just tape them all down. I'll be, I bring the bailing wire. The bailing wire and the duct tape. We just, we just hog tie them in the back room and it's amazing how quiet they are and how well behaved they are now nah, bring your kids it'll be good who who uh, who is taking care of the kids annette bennett is annette. doing such a great job and actually the kids had such a fun time i said what did they what did they hang out with what did they do they said they loved your your barn your little play barn down there with all the animals in it i'm like what <laughs> okay so there but we you do go. have video and we have um lots of ability to you know be artistic and draw and color and all that stuff and they have a too. blast in yes, there they and did. the food's good and yep. so thursday night six o'clock saint joseph's hall 212 west san antonio and we'll see you at the capitol tomorrow I will be in the um, rotunda between uh, 10.15 and 10.30. And I got some new toys, so my broadcast ought to be much better tomorrow. (laughs) Y'all tune in tomorrow and stick around for Lorraine.